0: You could have chose to be you chose to be right here with us on breakfast with champions. And that means the world to me and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new breakfast with champions podcast. Thanks so much.
1: My name is Ramon Ray. Thanks for being here on breakfast with champions. Today, we're going to talk about the soundtracks, the sounds playing in our minds that keep us held back. Kind of a part two from what Princeton just shared. And I'm gonna get a lot of this insight from John A. Coff's book called Soundtracks. So I'm getting this kind of a verbal book review from John A. Coff's book, Soundtracks, The Surprising Solution to Overthinking. And a few things in his book that I recently read got me thinking about this. And if you haven't heard, Glenn Lundy, in fact, he's been giving a whole series on books. I do suggest you go and listen to Glenn Lundy's session, go listen to Dr. Rowe's session, Lolita, Coach Isaac, David, Kimberly, and I can scroll down and down and down, and so many of our host segments are so inspiring and powerful. So for the next 27 minutes, we'll be talking about the soundtracks, like music, that keeps us held back. Now, John Acoff, his book that I'm getting this from, his subtitle is the surprising solution to overthinking but what got me from the book was not necessarily the aspects of overthinking but it got me kind of as a as a a story a road for how my life has been some of the soundtracks that have been playing in my head and I know already I'm not alone in this because I know the stories, a little bit the stories of many here, many who are on stage. Dr. Rowe has shared her journey. Lolita has shared her journey. Prince had just dropped science on us on his journey. Coach Isaac, David Spizak, and, and Kimberly. And I could call all of you. Monica shared and so many more. Marvin, one of my hosts, and so many others. It's hard to scroll the whole stage, but I know everybody can attest to this. So for me, three things that have been playing in my head for years, especially as an adult and a business leader, Ramon's not strategic. Ramon can't spell. Ramon is scatterbrained. Ramon can't do math very well. Call somebody else for complicated things because it's too much for Ramon to take. Those were some soundtracks that have been playing in my head over the past few years or since I was a child, some of them. And as I was reading John Acuff's book, Soundtracks, it got me thinking that, you know what? I don't have to let those soundtracks play in my head. And he gave some solutions for that. So as I open it up and I shared this in one of my classes in in my church and it got me, I'm going to read from his book and quote something that's really interesting here. Here I quote from John Acuff's book over the years you've built a soundtrack about your career you have a soundtrack for all your relationships you have a soundtrack you believe about your hopes dreams goals and every other aspect of your life listen to this he says if you listen to any thought long enough it becomes a part of your personal playlist so that is the foundation thank you lolita of what he's sharing we all have the soundtracks. And what I find is those of us, and I'm a baby in this just learning, but clearly Princeton, that's the most segment I heard just now, so I give him props, but I know we've heard a lot of this today. Princeton has had some jacked up times in his life. He said that. Amen, Princeton. But by God's grace, clearly he's been able to overcome and conquer. And so, what John talks about are three things. He says, one, we need to retire our broken soundtracks. And guess what? I'm slowly trying to, even in my team meetings, I kind of laugh and, 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 and chuckle and, you know, kind of a nervous, you know how we do that, right? A nervous laughter. I say, oh, you know, let somebody else do it because I know y'all know I'm not strategic. I'm gonna stop saying that, no. I know what I mean, but I'm going to stop confessing that I'm not strategic, or that I can't spell. Amen, thank you. Second thing he says, replace the negative soundtracks in our minds with new ones. So maybe instead of me saying over and over and over again, I'm not strategic, I can't spell, I'm scatterbrain. no, I will claim I'm visionary. I'll claim I'm a creative type. That's my gift. When I see a glass broken, I just don't think it's broken. I'm like, ooh, time to get the glue out and make something new. That's just me. Sometimes I'm like a little puppy dog with a thousand ideas, right? That's just how I am. So this goes to the aspect of retire the broken soundtracks. We often play in our heads and replace the soundtracks we have with new ones. Other thing he talks about, and again, I didn't realize the importance of affirmation so much, much much credit because of spending time with this room. And especially since I see Lolita here and and, uh, uh, Princeton and even Coach Isaac and Kimberly and others like this who've poured into this part, this is what they do, talking about the mind, mind, mind. It's new for me, It's it's new, it's very new. But I realize affirmations are important. Repeating stuff to ourselves. It's new for me to my shame. I'm 48 years old. But I thought it was, as we say often, woo woo. And I poke fun and tease the people who are kind of woo woo that we say, right? But I realized this is good stuff. So we all need to find whatever affirmation is good for us. It's good to repeat that getting a little biblical, right? The Bible says, let this mind be in you, right? Bible talks about put good things on, Bible talks about the fruit of the spirit. We have to fill our minds with better things. So that was part, kind of a part number two, retire the soundtracks that play in our mind. Another very important aspect that goes with the negative soundtrack that play our mind like a drum over and over and over and over and over again is the choice is yours. Now, some people may have a more difficult time making a choice than others. I think this is fair and this is a given. We're all different in our maturity level, how we, how we've come, the things we've gone through, but at some point, Right? I think Paul says that, right? At some point, I became a man. Some point, I became a woman. And I got to put childish ways behind me. And this leads to the choice. Again, giving a verbal book review here from John a. Coff's book, Soundtracks. The choice is ours at some point. Yeah, the tears will flow. Yeah, the sadness will come from time to time but at some point we have to dry the tears and stand up and move forward and i've come to that in my own business and in my own life and part of that has been i must say being in the breakfast with champions community i'm determined to grow myself i now wake up at 4 25 a.m in the morning i thought five o'clock was early i now do 4 25 because I've made a choice, I've made a decision, I've determined I will up-level myself.
0: Must be That's nice to sleep way. in like that, Ramon.
1: Ha <laughs> <Glenn, it's, laughs> Well, you wake up at 6 a.m., don't you, Glenn?
0: Shoot.
1: 6, 6 a.m. in London. <laughs> <laughs> and for those who don't know the inside joke. Glenn wakes up at three or 321, something crazy like that to prepare and serve all of us. So you're right, Glenn, and I must count my blessings. (laughs) But I wake up at 425. For me, that's earlier than I was doing it. So the choice is ours. And when I wake up out of bed, my wife's like, you're waking up because you got to go in clubhouse, right? This guy, Glenn, right? Literally in my household, people know two names, Glenn Lundy, Some people don't like them so much, but some people do like them because they see the transformation in me, and everybody knows Clubhouse. So the choice is ours. That's the next tip. The choice, the choice is ours. And as I scroll through here, right, looking at those on stage, Claire and hey, Gene, what's up, girl? Gene, I'm glad you're here, and I hope you spend five minutes. Maybe you and I can riff together, Gene, if you have the time. As I see Anthony here and Gail, and Laura, right, and Dave, and others who are here, and Philip and and Andrea, and Jerome, and so many, we all have a choice to make. We all have a choice, and that choice, I'm sure, is gonna be difficult for some, the more difficult for some than it is for others. Another thing he says in his book, one of the greatest mistakes you can make in life is assuming all your thoughts are true. This is another thing that gets us all. I watch quite a bit. I'm a graduate of the FBI Citizens Academy. What that is is not as glamorous as it is, but I'm a graduate of that. And I love kind of police and law enforcement videos and military, I've studied Navy SEALs. I've never been in the military, but I studied them quite a bit, I love it. And sometimes when you look at some of these use of force videos, at times, yes, there is an overuse of force, negative things for bad, but most of the time it's the perspective that we see and the point is, sometimes we think because we think it that it's true. But just because we think it doesn't mean it's true. So that's something for us all to think about as we go through life. I heard this from somebody from on stage one day. I forgot. I wish I could give credit to who said it. But I forgot it was. You all come across, you know, you, you know, some of my Asian friends, especially my friends from India. He said, Ramon, you must understand Everybody does not have a label when they walk around. And I say this in honor of him. His name was Chidambaranathan. He helped me in the UN. What he was saying is that even though what I'm seeing looks some way, it may not always be that way. So that's a tip that we can think about as I honor, honor, and say that in honor of my friend, Chidambaranathan, who passed away some years ago. But he always guided me, Ramon, you know, because you think it, Ramon, it may not be so true. So that's what John Ackoff again, I'll quote that again. One of the greatest mistakes you can make in life is assuming all your thoughts are true. So that was something he said, again, as we talk about the soundtracks that play in our mind over and over and over again that hold most, many of us back. They play in our mind as children, from children sometimes. Sometimes they play in our minds as adults. It's ironic, my pastor in our Wednesday night Bible study, she talked about that. Uh, one of our ministers was, she talked about that in her message, she said talked about bitterness as one of the biggest hindrances of life. And she said, you know, sometimes people will, she was walking by church one day and one of our believers or church members was offended at her because they said, you didn't greet me when you passed by. And our minister was saying, I didn't even see them, but they got offended at me. So it's a choice we have. So next thing John Acuff says, And by the way, John Acoff's in Nashville, so maybe we'll see him one day at a future BWC event or something kind of in that area there. But, But what he said was, turn the dial down. We all have soundtracks in our mind that play, and sometimes it's hard to turn them completely off. I don't think I'll ever forget how it was, me being fired from the United Nations. I don't think I'll ever forget the bullying that took place to me when I was in school. I remember the guy's name. His name was Gavino, this tall, big kid. I was a skinny kid back then. And he used to bully me all the time. I'll never forget those, the scar, the hurt, how I felt. I'll never forget one day my daddy whooped me in front of people in our living room, in front of my aunt, and she chuckled. I held bitterness in my, not against my dad, against her, because she laughed. So my point being though, John Acuff advises us turn the dial down. Here's what that means. The hurts we have, the hurts we go through, we may not be able to ignore them, right? We may not be able to forget them. They're very painful. Tamara has her book that just came out, right? You should look at Tamara Andres. Her book just came out and check her book out. But what we can do is fill the pain we have with other things what we can do is fill the pain we have with affirmations and some of you let me talk especially if you have children or younger people some of you are only in an environment of negativity so the soundtrack you're hearing all the time is what why are you trying to start a business who you think you is bill gates who you think you is elon musk you ain't nobody you grew up in the projects Owning a business is not for you Some of you I know hear those words because I know people who've heard those words. We have that playing in our head. You know what you need to do? You need to be around better people who can uplift you. doesn't mean kiss kiss butt people, but this means people who can uplift you and encourage you to go on in a proper mindset. And if you're listening to the sound of my voice, congratulations, because that means you're on the right track. Whether you're hearing us on our podcast or you're listening to us live, those of you listening to the sound of my voice now, if you haven't gone to breakfastwithchampions.live, breakfastwithchampions.live. I beg you, sign up for the podcast. Put the notification on because you may miss some things, but you can be pinged and notified when it goes live. So I encourage all of you to turn down the dial of the negative soundtrack that we go forth, that we hear about, so that we can raise the volume of what we're hearing and hear more affirmative things. If we're only around the negativity, if we're only around the bad, if we don't have soundtracks playing in our mind that uplift and affirm us, all we're going to hear is the bad. Some of us have favorite songs that we play. I have my favorite songs. I could to tell you the truth. I'm probably one of the few people in the world. I only have like 12 or 20 songs in my playlist. I don't listen to a lot of music. I was raised up in a very conservative uh, Christian home, so I don't know much about pop culture, much about nothing movies. I mean, today I know a little more, but I don't know much about the, the 80s and 70s and 90s, you know, growing up, because I was shielded from a lot of that. But my point is I have a few songs that I listen to a lot of Christian gospel music. I have a few songs I play all the time, right? We fall down and we get up. Think about that. What is your go-to song in real life, your actual songs? You have songs you play all the time. Those are the songs that stick with you. And this is the premise of John Acuff and his book, Soundtracks Advice, is the premise is what are the soundtracks that play all day long in your head? He talks about Kanye West in his book and he talks about how Kanye, I'm gonna probably not say the story exact, but the point is somebody was trying to get a deal from Kanye or something or get him for lower money than he knew he was valued. And Kanye said, nope, I don't need the dollar for that amount. You know why? My life is dope. So do we walk around seeing the glass half full or are we people who see the glass empty? Are we people always wanting to point fault? Are we people always wanting to point negativity? How do we view life? This doesn't mean we shouldn't be real. Does this mean my wife can't call me out and say, babe, that wasn't cool. Babe, I didn't like it. Or me say the same with her. Of course not. We do that, right? We do that with each other. But this means that the greater part of life should be an upliftment of positivity and upliftment and encouragement. And I must say, we all have an obligation to each other to help us with the soundtracks in life that we have. The sounds that play in our mind over and over and over again only can drag us down. I have a few more things I want to say, but I'm going to pause right now. I want to see my friend, Gene. I know I didn't prepare you for it, Gene, but if you're listening actively, and if you're ready, maybe double flash, I'd love to have you join me and just share a few words. Great. Share a few words, Gene, of what you've gone through, what you can share with us on the soundtracks that play in our mind, whether from a child or as adults. Give us some perspective on that. Introduce yourself for two seconds first, and then give us some perspective. Gene, join me, please.
2: Hello, Ramon Ray. Hello, Breakfast of Champions. I am here because of Ramon Ray. And I want to say, just to highlight everything Ramon's saying and to really salute this clarity and and decisiveness and discipline of Glenn's that this room exists, because I can be walking across New York City literally just walk through the park to my apartment <laughs> and uh, popped in and have a moment to share like this. And what is so important for everybody here, I know as a matter of fact, I'm a a leadership advisor and a collaboration expert, and I'm president. I have the honor of being president of the National Speakers Association this year. And I can tell you one thing I know for sure is that all of us who are in the arena need this kind of reinforcement more than most <laughs> and we need to find it in different places in different times like walking and because our minds are always at work building and as we build all those little voices from our childhood like you're talking about Ramon uh my my little voices are uh you know who do you think you are and uh and uh you know do you have what you need to do what you're doing and um you know other things but um i, I know that that all us come to that, and and more than anything, what I've learned, especially with Breakfast with Champions and getting up early, is to seize my mind the moment it wakes up and put it in a place like this one. There is no other place like this one at at a time that is so ripe in our day. So those would be my thoughts, Ramon, and thank you. I'm Jean Stafford, and I'm landing my plane. Thank you.
1: Hey, Gene, I love that, so true. And I have a follow-up if you have time. I respect if you're running, no problem, but I have one follow-up, and if you can't, no problem. But I think it's important, Gene, as well, that one thing you said, there's leaders who are at the top of the ship, and they do have to be careful what they're telling those they're leading. It's just a different, leadership requires something different. And I find that as one who's been able to be behind the scenes with some leaders, whether it's my church or other places, and one who's been in leadership, that's a different circle even I have to surround myself with to uplift, verify, check as it were myself. So I think you're right, team. There's regular people, we're all regular, right? But those of us who are in leadership in different positions in our life, We have soundtracks we play in our mind. So, Jean, thank you for that share. You're welcome to respond to that. Or if if you need to just move on, that's fine, too. But I'll give a quick pause here to see if you want to reply.
2: I know exactly what you're talking about. So specifically um, in the leadership role I'm playing, you've been such a wonderful supporter because – Most people were not going back to in-person meetings in New York, and it was really um, quite a knee-jerk reaction I got from people when it was one of the few things I didn't take a vote on. I simply, in my gut, knew um, that going in person was going to be a good thing for the human connection of the speaker. And then there were moments where I humbly rolled it back (laughs) in the comfort of very safe, people. And I think as a leader, we need to have people who check us and we need to choose who those people are. And uh, if that's what you're speaking to, that's, that's what I feel pretty strongly about that I've learned, especially from great leaders I've watched, that they have a small group of people who they, um, you know, prepare to make a decision with or seek comfort in making a decision with or allow to uh, give some feedback on a decision. So uh, I think a little mix of both is important.
1: Absolutely, Jean. Absolutely. Thank you for sharing. And everybody, listen, I have several more minutes here and I can fill the time and I have one or two more tips. But if there's anybody that has an urgent and brief comment they want to share, add to it, this is a breakfast table, right? We're here. Everybody has a seat at the table. If you want to just unmute and quietly, not quietly, loudly say your name, I'm happy to engage you in the six minutes we have. But if not, I have a few more points I'll share, but I'd love to hear. Hey, Clara, I think I see you Maybe sharing, Clara. The floor is yours. Clara, talk to us.
3: Thank you. So I love what you said about um replacing those voices. First of all, the whole um lesson you gave was uh, re- relatable. I grew up in a very strict, uh, highly regimented community, uh, a more like a cult-like community, a Hasidic community. And I always had this voice in my head that I'm bad. And whenever somebody would compliment me that I'm good hearted and I'm kind for doing something, I would like, okay, like it was a relief, okay. So Some people don't think I'm bad, but I, in my head, I was constantly telling myself I'm bad because the way I was raised was that mistakes make you a sinner. So this is something that's so um, powerful, what you said, to surround yourself with good people that uplift you because it gets diluted, right? It's not like um, it's, it's completely gonna go away sometimes, but it really gets diluted with so much positive reinforcement, and that's really helpful. So thank you so much for all that you shared.
1: Oh, you're welcome Claire and it's funny you said they're not funny, but I, I I affirm what you said as one who's grown up in a similar background, probably a different face, but I totally get it because it's amazing. The soundtracks we play, think about it let's assume Claire, you and I, good parents who love this, et cetera, but a, but a different way that we grew up that strictness, and I totally get what you're saying. Other people have gone through some traumatic issues in their life, not in a good way at all. others. The, per- the perception that they receive could be incorrect, Claire, right? So I think it's, you know, t- to your point, we all have soundtracks. And I think the, the, the point we're making today, my encouragement today as we, at those listening live, we enjoy this Thursday together, surround yourself with people that can uplift you. And one thing I'll say, I see David Spies there. He, he may not be active or he may be, we'll see in a minute. Today I met a mutual friend of ours and it's amazing how the journey went. I met her because her agency pinged me to have her on my podcast. I had her on my podcast. Then I've heard her on another podcast with another mutual friend of mine. It's called 21 Hats Podcast. I've been listening to her. Then lo and behold, I was in a room with David, not with him, but you know I was part of the audience that he was sharing a few days ago. He mentioned her name. So the point I'm making, it's amazing how all of us as we grow, we have people in our lives that we can rely on to quote unquote play different soundtracks in our lives that uplift us and that uh, affirm us. And Kate, listen, if you're free, if you don't have noise behind you, Kate, I'd love, I saw your blink, but you're welcome to come on and say hi for the four minutes we have if you're available, Kate. And if not, it's, yeah, please, Kate, the floor is yours. I'd love to hear you say something to us, please.
4: Thank you, Ramon. Oh, my gosh, I'm so glad that you're highlighting Don Acuff's book, Soundtracks. It is so wonderful. And I just wanted to add and contribute to the conversation of what he talks about as far as those soundtracks and overthink, because we can so overthink things. And he says to ask yourself, when you find yourself overthinking or having those bad soundtracks in your mind, he, he says to ask these three questions. Is it helpful? Is it, oh my gosh, now I'm forgetting them, Ramon. Is it helpful?
2: Yeah,
1: oh yeah, I'm gonna bring it up. You know what, why don't you sing a lullaby or something? And I'm gonna pull it, Sam will do it right now. Go ahead, I'm, I'm, is, I'm gonna work oh, with you is here. It
4: true? It's, <laughs> Is yes. it true? Is it helpful? Is it kind? Yes, there you Is go. Is it true? Is it helpful? Is it kind? And asking, when you ask yourself those three things, you can, obviously, it's probably not any one of those things. And so we can flip our mindset and then to your point, you know, call other people, talk to other people, surround yourself with people that are going to uplift you and not bring you down so that you can actually recognize the soundtracks and then play a different soundtrack that serves you.
1: Absolutely. And you know what, Kate, some, some soundtracks are verbal like you just did. And some soundtracks are how to hug someone through the internet, virtual hugs from DMA daughter Maria. So <laughs> indeed everybody. And I just want to let y'all know as I kind of go to the end of this session, Breakfast with Champions, as Glenn kind of says today, you will find a place where there's America's fastest runner, where there's somebody who has, you know, all, all kind of accolades, somebody who's Simba on uh, uh, Lion King, people who are authors, and those are just some of the people we know, but there's all 100 plus of our hosts are so amazing, amazing, amazing. I mean, where else would you find America's favorite psychotherapist? who can use her experience and expertise to help others on their life journey. I mean, when you think about that, you can't find that. A psychotherapist who shares on stages around the world her unscripted life and limiting beliefs, varied expectations and self-doubt to become one of the world's happy and successful impactors. Where can you find someone whose main mission is to bridge the gaps to success and living a purpose